Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Four minutes left, and I apologize to the superintendent for making this conversation so short, but uh, I'm going to bring on to the program now Interim Superintendent of the Salt Lake City School District, Larry Madden. Uh, sir, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Lee? I'm all right. The The details of the, the story of the Salt Lake City School District uh, very briefly are this. It is the district, the one remaining district in the state of Utah, which is engaging in wholly online uh, teaching. There is no uh, widespread in-classroom teaching uh, as of yet in the Salt Lake City School District. There has been a proposal, a legislative proposal, to offer $1,500 bonuses to teachers throughout the state. Uh, it appears that Salt Lake City School District is accepted from that uh, unless they are back in the classroom. On top of that, there is also the relatively new news that school staff around the state will be moved up and have been moved up in terms of prioritization when it comes to receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. That's all background. Uh, now let's turn to the, the superintendent. My understanding, sir, is that you have a proposal to deliver to the board. What are your plans? Well, on uh, January 5th at that board meeting, I'll take a proposal for an in-person option for our secondary schools, so for middle schools and high schools. And um, we're, we're working on the details of uh, exactly what that will look like. But for any student that or family that wants their student to be in person, they would have that option, provided that the board approves the proposal. Let me ask you about the motivating factors. There are two big things right now at play. There is the shifting of prioritization of school staff in terms of when they'd receive the COVID-19 vaccine. There are also the legislative talks uh, surrounding this bonus. You have put forth a proposal, the one that has been accepted by the board at present, which would see uh, younger students, K-1, 2, 3, uh, or K kindergarten, first and second, come back, I think, end of January with a rolling timeline after right. that. This represents a change. What motivated your change? Uh, for me, the change was motivated by the uh, teachers moving up on the on the list to get the vaccine. Um, right now, I mean, and we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But right now, it looks like our our teachers uh, could be getting the vaccine in January, which means we could have them uh, protected, uh, better protected when we go back. To, to, to your knowledge, does this new plan, if accepted by the board and become you know the the plan going forward, does that then bring teachers within your district into uh, qualifying for that fifteen hundred dollar bonus? Yeah, it would it would do that. I mean, I I you know the thing is like I feel like our teachers have been working just as hard as everybody else in the state. Um, you know, they should get the bonus just like anybody else in the state. But that didn't uh, that didn't really factor into the decision as much as the uh, vaccine coming our way. 
was it was it fair for that to be a, a consideration? Was it fair of the legislature to have put that uh, qualification on the receipt of a, of a bonus? Uh, like I said, I feel like our teachers, I know that they've worked just as hard as everybody else. And in some ways, I mean, you know, what we've done with uh, remote is we've asked our teachers to uh, work on a new method of delivery. It's not it's not that you can just take what you do in a classroom and put it up online and have that be, uh, you know, a quality online education. So they've had to learn a lot of new things and they've worked uh, they've worked super hard. So, uh, like I say, I think uh, I think they deserve that just as much as anybody else does. Message received. Thank you, sir. Uh, again, we've been speaking briefly here. Here with Larry Madden, interim superintendent of the Salt Lake City School District, a, a proposal he intends to present to the school board on January 5th would uh, open the door for the return, at least an option, of secondary students to the district beginning February 8th. That allowing teachers enough time to receive both doses of the vaccines they have been moved up on the prioritization list. Uh, superintendent, thanks again for your time. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we return, as promised, I'm going to walk through uh, the votes cast by Utah's federal delegation in this massive $900-plus billion coronavirus deal. I'll tell you right now, they didn't all vote the same way. I'll share with you their votes and their rationale next. See if you agree. That's all ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.